The following shear has been presented by Rav Yosef Greenwald, Dayan at the Beis Havad of Yerushalayim, and is brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. For more information about the center, or for halachic services and resources, please call 1-888-485-VAAD, or visit thehalachacenter.org. The Dafyaimi learned not so long ago in so... Assuming that a lot of the listeners are fresher in Meseches Erevin than at other times of the last seven and a half years, we'll discuss one of the fascinating Yonim Meseches Erevin that comes up biyachas to this week's parasha, Parashas Yisroi, to the, one of the more interesting details of the depiction of Maimed HaSinai in the Gemara and Shabbos Tav Peches. Gemara says in Shabbos Peches Samet Beis, Chol Dibu Vidibu Shiyotzim Ipiyak Kodesh Baruch Hu. As Klal Yisrael heard each deeper, the awesome his galus of the Koyel Hashem Bakoyach of Anochi Hashem Lekecha Leyir Lechol Lehim Acherim. So the Chazal say Chosu Yisrael Acherim Yud Beis Mil. They they retreated backward from the force of the Kedusha, pushed them backwards to the distance of Yud Beis Mil. Vayu Malachi Ashoritz. Midadinois and the Malachashos had to support them. It says also that they, they had to be returned. The, the awesome and overwhelming experience of being in a face-to-face encounter with the Shechinah Gdoshu was to the extent where it was not compatible with human life. And what that means on a deeper level is that when we were given back, all of Kleiser was given back their souls, by that Maimid, we were forged as creations of Maimid Har Sinai. We are now, when, when a Yid walks around in this world, he might look like any of the other 7 billion people that inhabit planet Earth, but he's really not. They are creatures of biology that go back 5,781 years. And we are not creatures that were created by Maimon by by Maisibereshis. We were created by Maimon Hasinai. Our physical existence is only when it was willed that we'd be able to withstand that experience of being exposed to Dvar Hashem, and we were recreated after that. It's a whole different experience. Similarly, we're capable of a lot more, obviously, in terms of our connection with the Rebbeinu What's as a halachic discussion, what's famous as a kash on, on the Maimah Chazal we just mentioned, is the Moshe's Canaan, which is the Pirush of the Balitaisu Salatayra, asks that the Gemara before then, Shabbos Pevavim Beis, says that Maimon Hasina was on Shabbos. That being said, so how were they allowed to go to the, uh, to the distance of Yud Beis Mil? L'chayra, they went out of the Tchum. Now let, let's break that down a little bit. One of the ideas in Masech Shabbos is that there is a Tana, Rabbi Kiva holds a Tchumen of Alpayim Amo, that one is not let to go out of his place, 2,000 Amas, that Iser, we hold it's only Durabonon, the Tana Rabbi Kiva holds that's Deraisa. So we'll ask the Kasha, even if we go Lahalocha, that the Shir of Alpayim Amo is only Durabonon, so they, they could go, they were able to go back Alpayim Amo, that's true. But Yud Beis Mil, the sheet of the Yerushalmi, the Rambam, the Rif, and other Rishonim hold Lahalochu Lamaisa is Deraisa. The Shir of Yud Beis Mil, which is the distance, the full uh, circumference of 
the Machni Yisrael is a Shir Tchum Raisa. Discussed extensively in the Rif and the Ramban, the end of the first parak in Erev and other places. <coughs> so that, that, that's where the Gedele Achrenim asked this Kasha. How were they allowed to be Chayzal Achrenim Yud Beis Mulachar? They were being over on the issue of Tchum. And again, the Kasha is because of Shabbos Deraisa. Because Matan Torah was on Shabbos, it would be Yom Tif. There's no Tchum on Yom Tif. Or maybe there's no Tchum Deraisa. We could, we could argue that point. But if it was on Shabbos, and it was certainly part of Malachi Shabbos that was given. So how would they choyzel acharev yud beismol? But that's the cash of the way it's asked. Lemaisa, the Moshe Zkenim answers. Interesting text, fascinating text, in fact. It says that the Anani HaKovid that surrounded the, uh, Machni Suroil were like, uh, were like Mechitzos that surround the large city. And there's no issue of going out of Tchum. The issue of going out of Tchum is only when you're going out of the city limits. They were surrounded by the Anani the, the truth of the matter is, before we delve into this territory, is for the idea, the El Yerabon, or Chaim Shin Sadik Zayim, which is the locus of uh, Tchumin. And that's where the Shita that maybe Tchumin der Aysabi Yud Beis Mil is brought. So the El Yerabon brings the same discussion from Shem Derekeach. <coughs> and the Rekech answers the same terrors that they were mukaf b'mechitzos of the Anani Yaakovit. So that's the, that's the discussion. The Prima Godim asks a very straightforward question. The whole din of, uh, Rishosarabim Deiraisa is discussed extensively in the Gemara's and Shabbos and Erev. And that we learned this out of the, um, of the, uh, Machne Yisrael. That means that Klai Yisrael in their encampment in, uh, the Midbar. The roads, we learn out extensively that the roads were at least 16 Amis because of the width of the Kroshim and the wagons that carried, and that's how we know the Rishus Sarabim are 16 Amis. And we know that Rishus Sarabim, according to the Shittis that hold that way, that in order to be Rishus Sarabim, there is, you need 600,000 people. All that is learned out of the Machne Yisrael. Very clearly, Chazal are indicating to us that they hold that the Machni Yisrael is not considered within the walls of an encampment created by the Anani Yaakovit. So, what, what's this? How could the Rishenim go fly, uh, in the face of Sugis, Arukis, and Shas that hold that there's Rishusar Abn Deraisa, and the whole source of Rishusar Abn Deraisa, and that it's a place that's not surrounded by walls, um, very clearly that uh, that Chazal do not consider Anani Yaakovit as a mechitza that's around that surrounds like a city surrounded by walls do not consider Anani Yaakovit as fulfilling that function now truth to be told there are those that want to be Miyashiv the Rekeach the Moshev Skenim by stelling to a Rajba the Rajma holds, this is the Shita the Rajma and based on his understanding of the Sugya in Ervin Davov, where the Rajma holds a Chiddush that most Rishonim seemingly don't hold of, and that is, the, the, most Rishonim understand that any area which is surrounded by walls cannot be considered Rishonim Deraisa. Something which is surrounded, even if you have the largest city in the world with millions and millions of people, if the whole thing is surrounded by walls, 
it cannot be considered a Rishus Rabbim Daraisa. This that Yerushalayim, the Gemara says, that um, this that Yerushalayim was considered as having a Rishus Rabbim Daraisa, the Rishonim understand, again, based on the Sugi and Erev and Davov, there's a famous diuk that Ramosha makes in his uh, classic tshuva, Binyone Rishus Rabbim Negris Moshe Chelek Aleph, and the the discussion over there is is that if you'd have a thoroughfare, picture a, a place surrounded by walls, which Yerushalayim was definitely surrounded by a choyma, as we know that the dinim of kotchim, dinim of ma'aseh are impacted by the wall around Yerushalayim. But if you have a straight, straight as an arrow, thoroughfare cutting through the city. And it, the two entrances on the east side and the west side or the north and south, um, are mamish on a straight line, mamish as the, as the crow flies. So then that would be, it would be considered that that thoroughfare sort of exists, uh, outside of the walls. The whole of Yerushalayim is surrounded by walls, except for that street since it, it's, it's totally open from one side and the other side. So that would be considered an open area. That's considered, uh, not Mukhev Mechitzis, even though it's within the city confines. It's a Chiddush, and it's not for now to discuss by Rikhus, but that's what most Rishonim hold. However, anything which is considered within the walls of a city is certainly not Rishus Rabderai. So the one Rishon that holds not that way is a Rajba, like we said in the Sefer Avayitz which is the Rajba's uh, Psak Sefer on Inyone Erevin, as well as other Inyonim. And the Rajput discusses that a busy street, which fulfills the other uh, functions of Rishusarabim, if it's a main marketplace, what he calls a platio gedoyla besoychoir, the city has enough people, and there's a major marketplace in the city, even though it's totally surrounded by walls, is considered Rishusarabim. The Rajput disagrees with the basic principle that an area which is surrounded by a wall uh, can't be Rishusarabim. So the Rekech, they want a Taina that the Rekech says that you can have a Rishus um in the Machin Yisrael, and that Rishus would be David to a marketplace in a place that's surrounded by Mechitzes. However, when we're talking about the Halachas of Tchumen, the Halachas of Tchumen are governed specifically by being outside the confines of any uh, wall. And therefore... Uh, Klai Yisrael was able to go back, retreat to a distance of Yud Beis Mil, and they were not over any Yisrael because they were surrounded by the Anani HaKovit. That is the approach of Samachrenim. Like we said, Sadasi Yochid the Rajba, so to be Miyash of the Rekeach, based on the Rajba, Kenzain. Um, there's another problem as well. The Anani HaKovit, as well as being surrounding the uh, the confines of the Machne Yisrael, also were on top of Klal Yisrael. If we want to look at the Anani HaKovet as fulfilling the function of a Mechitza, then there's no way that we could look at that as still being able to be considered Rosh Hashanah. Even the position of the Rajba that a open marketplace in a town that's surrounded by Mechitzas can be a Rosh Hashanah because it's open in the town and it's the central marketplace. It's a platio betochir gedoyla, but that's only if it's not mikurov, it's not covered. Once it's covered, it's certainly not a Rishon Rishon speak that out with Furish. 
So if Anani Akovid serves Mechitas on the side, then that answer will also negate it from being a Shusurabim by dint of the fact that it's a covering on top of the Rishusarabim. Certainly not a Rishusarabim Deraisa if it's covered over. So that's a problem. Now, let's say we want to take the opposite approach and want to say, no, okay, we'll figure out already about Hilchus Tumim, but Mechitzos are not, Anani HaKovid did not serve as Mechitzos. Why Takana? Why don't we look at Anani HaKovid as something that's there, surrounding, that went above and down on the sides of the area where Klaiso was, why don't we look at that as a covering? So the Avnenezer offers one approach. He says that Chazal said the reason why uh, Bris Milo could not be fulfilled uh, in the 40 years that Klaiso was in the Midbar is because there's a healing wind that Chazal referred to as the Ruch Tzvainis. And the Ruch Tzvainis did not blow in the Midbar. The way the Gemara says in Yavam, Mustafa'in Bezim and Aleph is, is that the Ruch Tzvainis didn't blow in order not to disperse the Anani HaKovit. That means if the Ruch Tzvainis would have blown, it would have blown away the Anani HaKovit. Quoting a Gemara in Sukkah that talks about how strong Mechitzas have to be. This is a Gemara that's very crucial when you talk about the canvas the flimsy sukkahs that are tied down. How strong does something have to be to be a mechitza? What happens if it flaps in the wind? So the Gemara in Sukkot of Chavdal says, the chol mechitza she'en emed is beruach metsuya, ain't a mechitza. If Anani HaKovid would have been dispersed by the Ruch Tzvanis, had the Ruch Tzvanis been, uh, been blowing, that means Anani HaKovid is not a mechitza. So Avnenezi takes the position fakert from what we just said. He says that the... Uh, that to look at Anani covered in terms of mechitzois, in the sense of creating a Rishus HaYochid, in terms of taking away from the status of the Machnisol being open, is not true. Those mechitzos are not, uh, they're, they're not thick enough, they're not strong enough, and they were there, the Rebbein dispersed the wind, but they were, they were very be- uh, flimsy mechitzos at best, they do not serve as mechitzos. So he does away with the problem. But then we're left with the original problem. Right? We have to explain the Rekech and the Moshe of Skenim. How could they say that in terms of Yud Beis Mil, the Anani Akovit served that function? So we're still left with that question. We'll add another train of thought, and this comes from the Derish Tzion. The Derish Tzion, a brilliant Drushim, it's a separate sefer of Drushim printed up from the author of Neidib Yehuda. And he uses the same brilliance of Pilpul and Halach and Neidib Yehuda to, uh, to investigate different areas of Agoda. So one of the areas that he discusses, Lagavid Anani HaKovid being, um, Lagavid Shaila, Lagavid Anani HaKovid being Mechitzos to render the Machni Sol And he quotes the Sugya in Erevin Davchov Beis, Ahmed Beis, and it tells over there, that talks about the concept of Mechitzos that are Osibidei Shemayim. That means like this. There, there's a concept over there. The Gemara says that Ba'etzimah Eretzisol geographically could be considered fully enclosed by Mechitzis. You have the sea wall leading into the Mediterranean Ocean. And on the eastern side of Eretzisol, you have sharp mountains, Salmud, the Tzur. Look at the Sugi over there. The Gemara quotes over there, um, with Taisvis, 
where you would see Eretz Yisrael as completely surrounded on at least three sides by Mechitzos. You have towards the south, you have the uh, sea walls going down into the uh, the Yamamelech, the extraordinarily steep. So, L'chairi, you should be able to create out of Eretz Yisrael, certainly not true in Eretz Yisrael, certainly, when it talks about Yerushalayim being Rosh Hashanah, why don't we just say the whole Eretz Yisrael is one big, uh, one big bungalow colony, one big Mukhev Mechitzas. And the concept that Taisus puts forward is that Mechitzas Bidei Shomayim, Mechitzas that are natural barriers, not man-made barriers, um, if they exist at a great distance, we're not talking about uh, a small area which is surrounded on one side by a ditch and on the other side by uh, a very steep hill and on the third side by a seawall. That would be Rosh Hashanah. But when you have a large area, and you're not talking about man-made mechitzis, you're talking about a very large area with Rosh with uh, Bidei Shemayim, that's not Rosh Hashanah. Or alternatively, the way Taisus maybe says it is, is that in that case, foot traffic can definitely break mechitzis. The whole discussion about mechitzis that are thrown up around an area where there's, this is the major Shiloh with, uh, making mechitzis around any city area, around any proper area where there are a lot of people coming and going, is that could be that Asi Rabbim, the Rabbim, the foot traffic, the cars, etc. that come through, Asi Rabbim, Mechitza, and they Mevatl the Mechitzas. But even if you hold that Loy Asi Mechitza, if it's not man-made, but it's, uh, natural barriers, so then uh, the protection of that place to be considered enclosed is more at risk. That's the discussion over there. That being said, so the Deresh Tzien offers the same idea, the Gabi Anani HaKovid. That Anani HaKovid, since Lamaisa, they were, uh, people came in and people came out. Lamaisa says they were... Uh, there were visitors that came to the Machni Yisrael, there were Yidin that walked out, they went out, there were people that were Tomei, they had to go out, so there, there was back and forth. So Mimeidla, since they're Mechitzas around a very wide area, they're they're, I'm sorry, they're not man-made Mechitzas, Mimeidla, they do not have the function of Mechitzas. The, 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 the place to be Mephakbik on the Deresh scene is that the concept of, um, Man-made and not man-made, l'chayra has nothing to do with whether those mechitzos are created by human design or whether they're uh, they were created uh, by the rabbin shalom, so to speak. The point is, is that the natural geographic perimeters of an area don't define it as enclosed because that's the area. The fact that there's a sea on one side, it's not enclosed. That's just the way it is. But Ananiya COVID, the Rebbe put there to enclose that area. To not see that as mechitzos is a little bit stretching. The word is even the, it's not because it was made bidei shemaim. The nekuta why bidei shemaim is not a mechitza is because it's not there to enclose that place. The Ananiya COVID was certainly there to enclose the area for the private use of Klal Yisrael. So why would that not be considered mechitzes? So again, there's a lot of back and forth over here. We're still not coming out with the clarity as to the words of the Rishonim, why the yud Bay's mill that Kal Yisrael retreated was not considered out of bounds, out of tchum. L'cha'ira, the, 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 the more straightforward approach, is to say, 
Perhaps we'll say that Ani Yaakov don't have a shame mechitzes. Could be, and maybe it's like the Avnei said that Avnei the mechitzes were not not so thick as to uh, as to be considered mechitzes. However, the halacha of mechitzos in the halacha of tchumen and the halachas of mechitzos in so far as Rishusayochid, Rishusayrabim, and so on, considered are really two different areas of halacha. And this is maybe a Dvar Chiddush, but L'cha it's very straightforward. The point of Mechitzos, as far as Hulchus Tchum is concerned, is not to create an enclosure. It's to define the area within those enclosures as being all one area. You're not out of area. The point of Mechitzos, when we're dealing with Rosh is Mechitzos define that place is enclosed. That Mechitza makes that place less penetrable, which is why Mechitza Vedeshamai might be less. And in this case, the Ananiakov might not be Mechitza's, but the Ananiakov certainly defined that area as one area that a person who's walking further, 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 further back within those 12 mil is certainly not going out of bounds. He's certainly not going out of area. I'll give an example, let's say. Um, the person we know, the halacha is, if a person goes out of the tchum, out of 2,000 amas, so that he's stuck within his four amas. Let's say he's able to, even if he's out of bounds, he's out of his tchum, he's allowed to, um, let's say he was brought inside uh, a confined area. He was brought inside a, a house, so inside somebody's yard. He's allowed to walk around as much as he wants. It's not allowed to be, well, the halacha of dalet amas is a point you have to stay put. What's called staying put? The area of a mokum, if you're outside, is four amas. If you're inside, kol habayis kuloi kedalad amas domi. The whole backyard, the whole enclosure, the front yard, the backyard, etc., etc., is all kuloi kedalad amas. There is an opinion in the Rishonim. And the Bi'alacha brings that one could be saying on this Bishasatrak. A person got stuck outside of his drum, and he was deposited inside this, uh, confines of a city. He's allowed to walk around the whole city. The whole city is Kulikadala Amasi. We're talking about a city without a Mechitza, without a Hekif. Why is that? Because Bimida Mesuyemes, one town is also considered one area. It's enough one area to be called that you're not walking out of bounds. You're staying put. You're staying in one place. The Gedorim of staying put, of staying in one place, as far as Hulchus Tchumen are concerned, are not necessarily the Gedorim of one area, one confined, enclosed area. L'chayra, what the Rekech and the Meishav Skenim are saying is, is that the whole of Machnesol is considered one uh, defined area as far as Hilchas Tchum is concerned. That's, that's Lachar, the Pshat, and what they're saying. Does that mean that Anani Akhav created, uh, Rishus Hayachit? No. There was a Rishus Arab going from one side of the Machni Israel to the other. That's true, the way the Pashtas of the Suga seems to indicate. But it's still considered one area. We might add, by the way, on a deeper level, what that means is that the whole Machni Israel is considered one area in a profound sense of one Mokoim that was designated for Kedusha. The Machne Yisrael was the habitat of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in Eilam Hazer. When 
Klai Yisrael went into Eretz Yisrael, and Beis Hamikdash was built. The Mokum of Ashura Sashkina then transferred to the Beis Hamikdash. But the Mokum of the Anani HaKovid defined that area as a Mokum that was there for one exalted purpose, a place that would be the habitat of HaKadosh Baruch's presence in El Mazah. And in that sense, even without being Mukav Mechitzis of Rishus HaYachid, it was all one area in the sense of having one united and exalted purpose. That our homes and our streets, our neighborhoods, our highways and byways should be mekoymos, even if they're not surrounded by physical walls, always, but we should always be surrounded by the sense of purpose, the commonality and the sense of purpose of being miyuchid, of being dovuk in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence. The Base Havad on the Parsha series has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. To reach the Center for Halacha Consultations, Service, Educational Seminars, or Media, please call 1-888-485-VAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Base Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org or you can email us at office at the halachacenter.org.